In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighborhood cat. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we are Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. The sexier than a squirrel hotline. How may I help? Um, have I got? Is that Tom? Yes, Tom speaking. How may I help? <laughs> Are you wanting to be sexier than a squirrel? Uh, that is exactly the result I was <laughs> looking for. Exactly. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, I love that. This is going to be my new. I want to do this from now on. This is like new a new answer. way in. <laughs> Oh, so guys, uh, welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. This one's a little bit different, isn't it, Lauren? It's definitely different and we like variety. We know like ditch the routine and all that. And so in the spirit of ditch the routine, this is our first social distancing podcast because whilst we were prepped to this point, we didn't quite know that it would be happening right now. So here we go. I'm uh, over in the recording studio and you are where, Tom? I am in my office. This I'm is good. 10 minutes. 10 minutes away but um social distancing friendly so um it's all good there we go there um, we go so, <laughs> just on the subject of social distancing we are kind of we 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 we're taking a very topical subject that that we've been emailed about a lot. There's been a lot of discussion within the sexier than a squirrel challenge community. In fact, it's been a big challenge for a lot of people's heads, right, Tom? Like this is a big worry yeah. for a lot of people. And I think over the challenge period, because I've been working with a lot of people in the sexier than a squirrel challenge, just as you have, I think it's probably the most popular question when we've been working with people. Yeah, and that is, will lockdown whatever form it is in in where you live and in your country and your location will lockdown affect my dog's behavior and will it affect my dog's behavior as we maybe start to transition back to a new normal and actually like how does this go for them maybe i've got a young dog maybe i've got an older dog actually like what do i do how do i do it where do i do it i don't want to get it wrong and i think so many people are scared generally right now actually this just adds to another thing to to worry about and to sort of fill their stress bucket and when i'm saying their stress bucket i actually think the owner's stress bucket so so many of our owners are generally um, worried, fearful, anxious. And yet this is now just adding to it. Like, will my dog cope once we get back to normality? Because normality will return at some point. There's a, there's a light at the end of this. And actually, how does this affect our dogs? So before we dive into that, we have some wins, some game changer wins to celebrate. And the first one comes from Amy. And Amy says, we had the best two mile walk i was sexier than everything today i mean amy's not even just sexier than a squirrel she is sexier than everything (laughs) i just i just love that Um, i've got one from paul tom as well i've got one from paul oh cool so i was sexier 
than a duck. I feel like Ooh. the king now. Uh, we just got to a local field where usually as soon as we let him off lead, we lose his attention. But today, I took his two toys and we played all the games that we've been seeing and working on with Switch. Win number one. I couldn't believe I was playing a game when there were so many distractions that he loves and we were social distancing effectively. Then, mid-game, a duck quacked, flew up and in front of us and then away from us. Dino turned to run and began to chase the duck. I called him, waved his toy, he came back and played with me. Win, win, win. I couldn't be happier right now. Never thought that this would happen. Squirrel emoji. Oh, my word. I love that. <laughs> I love the ending squirrel emoji. Um, now, <laughs> guys, if you have had a win or if you're, you know, you're, you're going to have wins over the next few days, please, please, please tell them, uh, t- tell us about them. So the way that you can do that is by sending us a, a message um, to the Absolute Dogs Facebook page, uh, to the Instagram um, page, or really anywhere where you see us pop up. Leave a comment. Let us know what you were sexier than. And if you have not already, make sure to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or whatever podcast service um, you use. Letting letting the world know what you think about this podcast, because I for sure wish that I knew about all of these things a, a long, long, long time ago, long before I knew about them. Right. And so when we think about sharing, we actually have the opportunity to share with someone a new way of doing things, a new way of getting real life results and a a next level of relationship that they can have with their dogs. And we can be the ones that actively give that gift to them. And I think that's the big thing, right? That this is a gift, Tom, right? This is an absolute gift. Like it's an amazing opportunity. So let's dive into it. Let's dive into the this whole lockdown situation and really what is it going to mean for our dogs and for sure the first thing that that springs to mind when when we were asked this question is that well our dogs are probably a little bit shocked some of our dogs because actually we're at home all the time there is no escape from us we are here and we are not leaving right and so that's going to have some consequences and actually you know what we might think that it was a luxury to be at home all the time and actually our dogs might love that but I know for sure um, that they would probably get less rest with me around because we're so busy, right? Like we're so we're so up on our toes. We're going around, moving, doing things they're just not used to. So actually, I bet yeah. it's really, really tiring for our dogs. Yeah. And I think that's something that we, we could easily not think about. We can think about kind of the positive benefit of us being at home with our dogs. But also what we've got to think is that our dogs, they're getting, you know, maybe some days they might have 60, 70, 80 percent of the day that they spend in calmness, whether asleep or just chilled out. And, and what this allows is for their buckets to empty, right, Lauren? Yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. You know what? Normally, our dogs have much more chance for their buckets to empty. And I know for sure with me, especially now the government said, go forth and exercise. I want to exercise more than I think I ever have. And yet, I normally would go walking, but now I want to go walking, like, literally, um, I, I want to take that hour for sure every day. And that's probably more than my dogs might normally do in um, the normal sort of ditch the routine way. So I think yeah. that our dogs don't get maybe quite the same opportunity to um yeah get rid of that get rid of some of that stress and i think the you know leading on from that we've we've not got just ourselves in the family necessarily you know there might be children there might be babies um in the house um and with that that means that our dogs are not necessarily getting much of a break from 
them either. And oh, I have the, to the add to that about... really quickly, Tom, just very, very quickly. Eliza, for example, here right now, um, we are, just for anyone that does hear any background noise, Eliza's um, been training Brave, I think, more than ever. Brave's her permanent best friend. So now she's not going to school because we've got to remember, like a lot of the schools are uh, obviously not in normal operation at all. I mean, Eliza had her first Zoom call with um, her class today and uh, Brave came to the class and Brave was there. And then Brave's been doing parading around the film room doing he'll work to music most of the morning and we actively have to say to Eliza she really needs a rest now and actually Brave's now taken over Eliza's other 27 classmates so your dog might have children at home which is completely for them normally like an eight till Eliza's away from school eight till about 5 30 with after school clubs now Brave is occupied from eight till 5 30 if Eliza had it her way now I'm, I'm not saying that, that it is all of that time but actually it is much more exhausting I think in the daily happenings it's, it's it's different yeah absolutely and, and what we've got to think as um as dog owners and dog trainers those of you that are professional dog trainers that are listening what we got to think is that every relationship has kind of a bucket limit now what i mean by that is i bet you've got those friends who you you get on well with and you like them but then at some point as, as on your friendship journey, you decide to go on holiday with them or you decide to like spend a whole weekend with them or you decide to spend a week with them for, for whatever reason, right? And you realize that actually you like them, but you like them in small doses, right? <laughs> and it's okay, right? Happened. Like it's okay yeah, to be like totally that. Like it's, it's, it's still a good friendship and small doses yeah. are good. Yeah, and, and they, the, the, the reason for that is that they fill your bucket to some extent, whether that's kind of because it's, a, it's an exciting kind of relationship and they fill that bucket and actually it's kind of exhausting. Or maybe it's because they do these little things that you find a little bit annoying and over the course of a week it fills up and fills up. And that's exactly the same with dogs. And that's exactly the same with dogs and adults. But it's almost especially, it's almost like magnified with children. Like it's, it's rare that a dog just actively hates children what they do hate often is the constant exposure that leads to their buckets filling and filling and filling and right now there'll be some dogs buckets and some dogs kind of um relationships with children that will be being really tested because everybody's kind of in in the same space all of a sudden and i think that's the that's the the biggest thing right like i think just a peripheral awareness of all of this tom like being actually aware whereas i think so many of us are just blissfully unaware like for I, I think just having a bit of vigilance and a bit of um, thoughtfulness about this i don't think it's something you need to dramatically interrupt or change straight away i think just a little bit of awareness of it is is step yeah. one in all of this for me yeah and then and then the second exactly and then the second step would be then to think well how much of uh, you know in, in normal in previously normal life um how much of the day would my dog spend in calmness how much of the day would my dog spend in um just maybe alone or maybe just not so exposed to things right and and then try and within lockdown try and emulate that to some extent so not necessarily so rigidly and so routine based but actually just giving them opportunity to empty that bucket that's going to be the the savior of so many relationships and it's also going to help as we start to move out of lockdown um as well which is a whole new story
a whole next level story <laughs> uh, to this process. So what can we do, Tom? Like what practically can we do uh, in this period to look after not only our own mental, I think, health and, and well-being? Because I think that, let's be honest, um, we're optimists, but that doesn't stop us thinking actually reality is this is a challenging period. So just because we're optimistic and we choose to see a positive slant on this and and, and we look for the good in any opportunity, uh, in, in terms of like for me, for example, I've spent more um, more time for sure um, sat on the lawn and, and enjoying the environment, right? Like just enjoying enjoying the days. At the same time, it doesn't make us not realistic to what's going on out there um so that'd be number one but then secondly how do we look after our dogs in this process so ourselves self-care and our dogs yeah so absolutely moving on from buckets so that you know there there are probably going to be lots of you listening who are maybe working on your dog um i don't know getting overcoming some struggles maybe they were like barking at other dogs on walks or they were barking at people or you know maybe they had a struggle that right now you can't really um you can't really emulate that struggle or work with that struggle or move to that environment where they really struggle oh on that point really quickly tom i've got loads of the challenge students loads of the squirrel challenge uh students the challenge that's going on right now uh they talked about exactly this when we talked about naughty but nice um since my dog was attacked a year ago he's lunging and barking at other dogs we're in lockdown now so i'm not seeing other dogs this is going to be a problem i've got another question here uh how do i overcome uh, my dog's anxiety when out on walks my dog doesn't enjoy general walking uh doesn't like traffic doesn't like noise Uh, and one other what do i do when my dog keeps trigger barking when we're outside the house so all of these things exactly what you're saying and these were just questions that we had on um one of the squirrel challenge um lives brilliant so um the the cool thing is that we've got good news for you on this one that actually you're going to get much more progress and you're going to get much more real life results if you first homeschool so if first we actually start to play games at home that teach valuable concepts teach skills reshape your dog's brain so that when they come back into those environments into those situations that they make different choices to what they've previously made and the cool thing is is that sure before that was the best way to do things now this is really the only way to do things so we could do nothing but a a great job in homeschooling our dogs playing games at home and going back to it the, the second thing to that is that often we think that a, a relationship or a, you know a dogs liking something is dependent on repeated exposure and we apply that to dogs liking other dogs we think oh you know in order for them to continue to like other dogs they've got to keep meeting other dogs but let's think about it how many relationships do we know how many how many uh, dogs do we know whereby actually they used to be great with other dogs and now they've had a few bad conversations with other dogs they've had a few bad um incidents with other dogs maybe another dog reacted badly to them and and they got the other dog got scared and maybe you know jumped on them or bit them or growled and then your dog got scared and then actually their their relationship with other dogs has deteriorated i I want to give you a really quick example on that one tom um just because i think for listeners out there they might be able to relate to this when i was competing at a very big event um i'd uh was in the queue uh so in the uk agility you queue up with your dog and and there might be 500 plus dogs at an event and i was queuing and i was minding my own business styles a very friendly dog as you know she likes dogs she likes people she's a, a fairly easygoing border collie 
and a dog came out of the ring and just landed on her. I don't know whether she oh, smelled bless. different or whether she look, was looking different or what she was giving off. That dog came straight out at her. And I've never seen anything quite like it, to be fair. It was a real, she was on lead. She wasn't staring. She wasn't doing anything that was different. I don't know why her in the queue. However, from that incident happening, Star still likes other dogs, but she gives them a much wider berth. And um, the other thing she does is um, if a dog barks and she's sat on a bed, she'll leave the bed and go to a corner. So for me, whilst it might not be like a real, like you might not see your dog lunge or bark, you might just see them look slightly uncomfortable or slightly less confident. And so for me, I don't see Star doing anything that would like make my walk difficult with her. She just avoids things. However, she, she, she wasn't like that before. And so I think that that one incident was enough. We, we think of it as one time learning. It was enough to dent and damage that relationship with dogs and um, yeah. how she felt about um, those situations. So I just thought it was and, one that might add, add to that yeah. conversation. Absolutely, because then you, you, we could kind of summarize that by saying, well, actually, you know, one, if we, if we approach dog training and, and dogs liking other dogs and, and getting on with other dogs, if we approach it with the, with the mentality that one bad experience far outweighs a hundred good ones, then actually the lack of exposure, the lack of ability for dogs to mix right now um, is not a bad thing at all. In fact, again, it's another gift. In fact, again, it's an opportunity for us to grow the skills so that our dogs, when they meet another dog, they can have great conversations with them again. And that's, again, all at home. So the, the cool thing is with this is that actually as far as lockdown and training goes, it, it, in a way, it's it's kind of forcing us to do things to do things well, right? It's kind of like a, a stretch rather than a stress, and it's an opportunity for us all to grow in it. And so, sometimes, um, both, both you and view, I, good. Tom, right? We would both recommend sometimes to our clients, whether they're behaviour one to ones consults. Um, come to us in person on any level that we see them at some point i would say we've all said ditch the walk right now like you need to ditch yeah. the walk and that doesn't mean you don't exercise your dog that means that you reshape the walk so you might use things like triple f our fitness program or you might think use things like the 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 well it was 25 games and now it's 30 games in the squirrel yeah. challenge you can do so many things like that in your home so it's not yeah. take away exercise it's change the idea and the concept of a walk so it's actually reshaping our brains as much as it is, as it is reshaping our dog's brains because reshaping yeah. our brains to reconsider what a walk is actually um, and how it yeah. all works a bit like reconsidering the fact that um i don't know matt and i don't go to the gym right now and we do home workouts and that's because it's a it's a it, it's kind of been put in place and actually it's quite good it works it's just a different way of thinking about it yeah absolutely now uh, it just it's just kind of triggered me to think about something i um i had a, a call from um a, another vet um the other day and um basically the she wanted to refer one of her patients to me for a behavior consult and the funny thing is is she said uh, she said now and um, the, the reason why that is, is because actually um, I'm doing the 25 day sexier than a squirrel challenge with my dog. And I prior to doing this challenge and before lockdown, I was walking up and down a, a wet, rainy field um, every Saturday morning with a dog on the other side and um, under advice of a dog trainer to effectively get my dog used to seeing other dogs and, and, and making them 
it making it so that they d- they're not reactive um, and it just did not it, i just wasn't making any progress and yet i've stopped that because basically because i've had to you know we can't we can't do that anymore um and um I ju- i've just done the 25 day sexier than a squirrel challenge and my dog is seeing dogs on other walks and not reacting and i thought gosh you know if these games can fix this dog then i'm sure they can fix other dogs and, as well so and that's massive right like i mean if you think about it i was i was chatting to an owner the other day tom someone that called in and and what shocked me is that actually we aren't i didn't think about it like this we're not practicing social distancing if we don't have a dog that stays with us behaves stays close because if your dog does go running off to see another dog then if you're going to go after it you're not going to be social distancing yeah. either so people are more aware than ever of a well-behaved dog people are more heightened than ever of a dog that has um matt and i went bike riding the other day and, and we took um one of our guys out with us and, and she's great she hangs she hangs out with you so when we go past people we call her off she comes with with us and then we send her back off like free running again like it's it's more important than ever and those 30 games that were 25 and ended up 30 they teach all of that right like that's that's what it's about it's about having a great relationship and it's not about necessarily walking it's about the relationship and how that really changes everything yeah. So, guys, if you're wondering, you know, where to start with homeschooling your dog, if you're thinking that you might want to play some games and you've got a few struggles that you want to turn into strengths, then absolutely check out the 25 Day Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge. The way that you can do that is by going to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy. That was sexy. Yes. Now, Tom's um, hotline. Tom's hotline. <laughs> you'll come straight through to the hotline. No. Um, now, um, the 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 next kind of area that that we're definitely seeing people talk about and we're seeing people ask about, and it's definitely it was a bit of like a red flag that we noticed as soon as the lockdown measures were put in place is what this is going to mean in terms of our dogs being used to being separated from us and are are our dogs going to become reliant on us being there right and i think it's a big deal actually because i know for sure i mean i've even got to the point that i'm like right we need to get out we need to go somewhere like if if we're thinking we're spending that much time at home compared to what we used to spend and we really notice it then absolutely our dogs are going to be be noticing that too and um i i have um a young dog doing some residential here at the moment and I walked upstairs earlier and I left her in the hallway um, and she was in a like a puppy pen area and oh my god she created like Mary Helen I think about it I'm like gosh she's been with us a lot I need to keep varying that more and more so it's a conscious effort both for you and for I Tom right it's not just it's not it's not something we're we're all human so we all have to think about how we might change that because I think god actually normally I would have I don't know gone out and um even shopping we're doing way less shopping than we ever would because we're trying really hard to only go once a week whereas actually in our family we go two or three times a week often to get fresh stuff so like even that is a different is is a different way of, of being we're not traveling to dog shows so obviously you know that um we compete every weekend so we're normally away from friday to monday and on the road and traveling and everything is different so our dogs are having a very different setup in terms of how much time we might be with them and and yet yeah, for sure if you are normally out working a nine to five having a dog walking at lunchtime then your dog's got a completely different day yeah and so what we've got to think is that actually it's not what we do when things start to return back to normal that's going to matter it's actually what we do right now so if we think about some strategies that are going to help our dogs kind of continue to think that being separated from us is a cool thing and they're not going to develop separation related behaviors and like the so-called separation anxiety that people will will, will mention and, and you'll will have heard talk about and um, what the, the first thing that I think would be a cool thing for you all to do would be to go for walks and not necessarily take your dog. Instead, think, actually, 
that's an opportunity for my dog to stay at home and maybe they get a um, a tasty Kong or a chew or some kind of passive calming and activity, right? And you go for the walk. If you're brave enough and you have a multi-dog house, I challenge you, this is what Matt and I did the other day, we took Everest out with us on the bikes and we did not take any other dog. So yes, we have a multi-dog household and we choose one dog per bike ride. So it's not necessarily going to be the same dog. So maybe you've got three dogs. It might be a rotation on three. And actually, I think that's a good move anyway, because I bet they're pretty sore yeah. after the after the hiking that we did. So I think that actually, if you've got multi-dogs, I challenge you to just take one of them. It's yeah, hard. And, a- and people get worried, right, Tom? They think it's fair means you have to take all three but fair doesn't mean equal like i wouldn't take a puppy out on that bike ride so why should i take um every dog every time so if you've got a multi-dog household it's a challenge both tom and i have multi-dog households it's a challenge because emotionally we like want them all to have a great run however i actually think it's much better for them to ditch that routine on on those walks definitely definitely Uh, next up next tip i would say would be um to implement a little bit of what we call a gated community in your house so that means that if you're home that your dog doesn't necessarily have access to you all the time and the reason why that is is because otherwise dogs very quickly learn that if you're at home it means it's important you being at home is important you being at home means access to you You being at home means you know you're more likely to do exciting things Um, you being at home means they're more likely to be fed and so there becomes a lot of like importance and value and attachment put to this event of you being at home now the cool thing is is there's a way around that and that is that we implement something called a gator community whereby Maybe you have um, use baby gates, maybe you use crates, maybe you use puppy pens, whatever's appropriate to you. And it means that at times of the day, our dogs will be in one part of the house and we will be in the other part of the house. So that effectively, just because we're in the house, it does not mean that all these predictable things of excitement, of access, of interaction are definitely going to happen. Tom's in the house. Um, so yeah, basically, <laughs> it doesn't mean that they need to have like their disco pants on, as you would say, Tom, right? Like they they yeah. are, um, I don't know, for example, in my house, I've got a stair gate at the bottom of my stairs and a stair gate at the top of my stairs. So the stair gate at the bottom of my stairs, I might go upstairs and work. We've got an upside down house. So I might go upstairs and work. And yeah, I I would leave the dogs downstairs um, and or I could leave maybe um, a dog in like a conservatory or a spare room or somewhere that is safe and cool and calm whilst I'm working in another room um, and I think that's a really really nice way to practice a level of distancing in your own home right like giving your dog yeah, that level in your own home. I was just literally just thinking about um, a, um, a, a something quite funny that that happened this morning it was a conversation i was having with a dog owner and um, actually her dog was struggling with separation anxiety so we were talking about how we can you know turn that struggle into a strength and um, the funny thing is is that he if if she left the room her dog would go absolutely crazy would be howling barking really really distressed and and yet on a night time um her dog could be cratered next to her bed she could get out of bed you know she would go to the bathroom in the night she had an elderly dog that she could take out actually take out to the garden on a night and um the the dog that usually struggles with separation will be nice and asleep in his crate he'd wake up see that they were leaving go back to sleep and i um i kind of jokingly said didn't, didn't really realize what i was saying until i said it clearly you don't do anything exciting in the bedroom oh dear meant- lord <laughs> 
Tom. <laughs> what, I, what I meant by that is that, you know, the dogs are, they, they, they look, they're creatures of efficiency and they, they learn predict to predict fast. things, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you've never done anything exciting in the bedroom, then he has no reason to wear his disco pants to that occasion. And so actually he's so totally to speak. chilled and he's calm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, God, this has taken a turn, hasn't it's it? It's taken a whole um, turn. If we were in person right now, I'd be giving you the look of this needs to calm down. However... You know what I mean? I do um, know what you mean. And so... And so the, um, the the cool thing is, is that dogs can often demonstrate very different behavior in different situations. This is a bit of a tangent, but it really applies that they're smart, right? So yeah. we need to make sure that we're, we're they're learning all the time. And the question is, is, are we teaching them all the time or are we letting the environment, the routine, the world the lockdown regulations are we letting them train our dogs or are we training our dogs and i think this is probably now more important than ever tom like our number three for me would be that we 100 percent are practicing the calmness triad and i think it's one of those areas yeah. that you guys you must be absolutely knowing this and you, if you don't already know know this kind of follow us a bit more because this is exactly what we talk about and exactly what we do so when we think about how we use the calmness triad this can be absolutely completely enhancing the whole idea of um a lockdown transition because like we said there is a light at the end of this we just don't know when it's coming right yeah, yeah exactly and so we what we are kind of urging you to do is seeing this as really an opportunity that in terms of um in terms of repercussions on our dogs and our dog training that for every kind of like negative there are multiple positives that we can take from this this is a time of stretch rather than stress it's a time for us to maybe refocus and, and control what we focus on a little bit more and, and focus on what lights us up. And it's a time where actually we could we could really come out of this with, with our dogs having learned new skills. I think it's a really so, exciting opportunity on that note, right? And and I think that everybody, if you haven't already download, downloaded, um, we want everyone to download the ebook right around this, Tom, because yeah. I think it frames a lot of this really well. Yeah, absolutely. So you can get that ebook by going to absolutedogs.me forward slash start. And as we've said, if you've not yet jumped into the Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge, that's a great kind of um, sort of crash course, um, full immersion into homeschooling your dog over the course of 25 days that we've now extended to 30 days. Um, and you can find out about that by going to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy. So that was this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, guys. It's been really fun sharing with you. And remember, stay, stay sexy. sexy. Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program. Huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today. Where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.